Opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Hour number two, 713-780. Was that the first one? That was the first one. 503. 713-780. ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. You can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. Send a message. Aaron will read it. There's Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at A-J is the real, at Aaron is blitzed, at Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. Missed the first hour. A lot of A-J hating on another Houston athlete. And then a, <laughs> bunch, of, what I'm doing. a bunch of ref talk. It's not what I'm doing. That's pretty much it. We haven't we haven't got to uh, uh, rub you boy yet. Which maybe we will at some point. Maybe we'll. Maybe we won't. I don't know. I don't know. I did. I did kind of get some info on today from someone from another team who was interested in trading it for him. They'd still be interested, but a bunch of the picks would have to be conditional now, like the ones next year. Yeah, uh, if he's suspended for X amount of games and that kind of stuff. So at least one team is still interested. But not for what they were talking about and, you know, a lot of conditional picks, which I'm the Texans, I might do. But I did want to uh, update the Casario scale. All right. Nick Casario, now a three. Oh, what is, what's he done? Well, I think, uh, now let's be honest, he's signed a bunch of garbage and he's replaced a bunch of garbage with other garbage. Maybe this is recyclable garbage. So yeah, maybe he got rid of the pork rinds and uh, you know the banana peels and brought in some plastic. But he redid the Whitney Merciless contract, which was the worst contract they had left. Yeah. So basically, it's a one-year deal now, and they can void the rest of it, and then they're done with the guy. Uh, I gotta say, gotta give him points for that. Okay. And, and he's done a good job of restructuring some contracts, including Brandon Cooks. But um, but the merciless contract, that was the one that I kept saying, man, any deal, you got to include the merciless contract to get out from under it. Well, now it's a one-year deal, basically $10 million. And in his, if he comes out and balls, then maybe somebody else pays him next year. And if not, oh, well, that's the end of it. So I... I uh, I got to give him credit for that. I didn't think there was any way that they could fix that contract. And it just goes to show. Good where, job. Where there's Nick. a will, there's a way. So he's a three now? Yeah, he's at a three. Okay. I mean, there, there's still some things that are really sucking his score down. And no, that wasn't a Deshaun Watson reference. <laughs> um, like that, The whole fact that you go out and get Mark Ingram and, and Lindsey and you still kept David Johnson that that really does drag your score down but 
Merciless's contract now is basically an $8 million cap hit for this year. And in 2022, they can void his contract, basically. Can't come soon enough. Yeah. Did you see uh, Marcus Mariota, the pay cut that he took? Uh, I did. Marcus Mariota went, he went, uh, last year, well, he was supposed to make $10.725 million next year. Under his new deal, he'll make $3.5 million, but with incentives could make $8 million. But he did get a no-trade clause put into it. So another player who gets a no-trade clause. Wow. But basically he did that because last year they were trying, like, they were shopping him basically anywhere. Yeah. And he didn't want to go just anywhere. Um. I think where they I think they wanted him to go to the Vikings or something like that last year, and he was. I mean, I know he wasn't excited about it. Yeah, still though, at some point, don't you want to be take another shot at being a starting quarterback? Right, but getting traded to the Vikings would have meant he was just filling in until Kirk Cousins came back or whatever. Yeah. He didn't want that, but uh, I, I the contract makes him more attractive to a trade partner now, but he's got to agree to it. I still think Marcus Mariota is, I mean, that's one of the better backup quarterbacks in the league. I, I think that's a guy who you could move for a decent draft pick if a good starting quarterback got hurt and was going to be out for eight games. Like, let's say Aaron Rodgers gets hurt early. Yeah. Mariota would be a good guy to fill in for him, and he'd probably well, get a good draft pick. If the if the Texans didn't fill their need with Tyrod Taylor, I would say Marcus Mariota is a great Oh yeah, I would. I would, for that. I would have been for that. He was one of the guys on my list, uh, along with Brisket and Taylor and Fitzpatrick and and Mariota's a guy I wouldn't have minded trying. If 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 uh, Hymas wasn't going to go back to the Saints, that's another guy I wouldn't have mind minded bringing in. I think Taylor. What you're saying is this is our one year fill in guy. Yeah, if, if you bring in one of those other guys, you think you know what it might work out. I would say that. I, I mean, I don't know what the Cowboys. How, how they feel about Dak's health coming into the season, if they feel like he's going to be 100% week one. But behind them, behind Dak right now, they've got like Garrett Gilbert and Ben DiNucci and Cooper Rush. Yeah. They could maybe use an upgrade. Well, and, if, and and as much as you've, you've paid Dak, that's fine. But you want to insure it, right? And let's make sure he's going to be okay week one. He may not be. Uh, I'll do my Hoffman here. He may never be the same. But, but, you, but you, no, but realistically, I don't know that he's going to be 100% week one or week two. I mean, they you think that, but that was a pretty serious injury. So it, And it also makes more sense to, because you've paid him so well, to protect your investment. And I I never uh, I never take insurance on blackjack. I know you don't play blackjack. When you, I'm assuming you've played before. You never take insurance, right, when the dealer shows an ace? Uh, no, man. I, don't I, I think it's bad play in general to do it. But if you are going to do it, you do it when you've got 20 showing. It, like you, when you've got something worth insuring is when you do you don't like if you've got 14 and the dealer flips an ace, well chances are good you're going to lose that hand anyway. So the Cowboys they've paid a lot. They they're assuming they've got 19 20 showing. That's kind of the hand you'd want to insure in my mind. Especially assuming that they they think like we all think that the NFC East is just wide open. 
Right. I, I, I feel like even though I've made this big investment in Dak, you need to have an investment in a backup quarterback because if Dak gets hurt again or he's not ready at the beginning of the season, you don't want all that investment to be wasted because you should still be able to contend. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're Dallas, you need to go into a into it with a better mindset than last year. Like, well, and now to be fair, when I'm going to do it again, um, when, to when, be fair, when when Prescott was healthy, they sucked. They did suck. And he didn't suck, but they he, no, he was a lot like no, uh, he was like Watson. He put up yeah. a lot of empty numbers, and they really had no business winning the one game that he won against the Falcons. But you, you think you're going to be better than that, and. I still can't believe that team was that bad. Now I know they've got to fix the offensive line, and I think that that they they've got some. They're not the same offensive line they were, and because of that, Zeke Elliott's not the player he was. And oh, by the way, their defense was every bit as bad as the Texans. Having said that, without Dak, you're not even good enough to compete with the football team, or the Giants, or the Eagles. So you need a quarterback that can at least win a couple games if he's out, and he may miss the first few. So, 713-780-ESPN is the number. 713-780-3776 if you want to get in on what are the odds Wednesday. And uh, was that a Letter Kenny reference from AJ? That was AJ doing what I usually do as a Letter Kenny yeah, reference. Yeah, that's what I was just screaming in here is that AJ doesn't even watch the freaking show, it. but he gets the, he gets the reference now. Well, yeah, because we've, we, we do it every time yeah. I say that. One of us does. So, yeah, it's like, listen, even though he doesn't watch some of these shows, he does get he the picks references. up on them. Yeah. Yep. Like if I say, I'm Pickle Rick, he knows where it came from. I mean, I've never watched Harry Potter, but when you guys say Voldemort, I know, I know that that's a Harry Potter thing. Let's play Quidditch. Yeah. I know that's a Harry Potter thing. Yeah. Never watched it, but I know. I know everything about Harry Potter without even, wa- that's why I don't watch it, because I already know everything. Quidditch Voldemort. That's all I need to know. <laughs> See, there you go. Yeah. I mean... There's a little more to it than that. Uh, wizard, right? Uh, magic. Magic. Yeah, there's magic. Uh, and flying. Would you or would you not bone Hermione? Uh, uh, no. Once she, she was of legal age. She uh, was of legal age at the end. She's not for me. She's, uh, she's too skinny for my taste. Okay. Though That's a girl who's retired from acting. Yeah, I think she's so. She's had a very difficult life. Uh, all right. <laughs> I got to tell you guys about Allstate. Allstate windows and siding. You want the best rates... You call Allstate, and I'm telling you guys, I can now speak from experience because the windows in my house are from Allstate, and they are fan-diddly-tastic, and they came over. They showed us the product. My wife was immediately smitten with it. Uh, She got to customize how the windows looked. They measured our windows, sent them off, and then they brought them back a couple weeks later, installed them in one day very quickly, very efficiently, cleaned up all the mess. You would have never known they were there except these beautiful windows were now in place. And they do look fantastic. But the important thing is saving 40% on my electricity bills. Can't beat that, man. 40%. They're paying for themselves. I got 25% off my window package. I got a veteran discount. I got a cash discount. That's available to everyone. Uh, First responders, you can get a discount too. Guys, you want the best rate? Call Allstate, 832-204-1936 or check them out online. AllstateSidingAndWindows.com.
listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Happy What are the Odd Wednesday. So, uh, we were talking, I guess we, we hit on a little bit earlier about the uh, the Snyder Cut, which... I I think we all agree considerably better than whatever. Way better. Yeah. I I don't know if it was great. And we talked about this a little bit the other day. I don't know if it was as great as everybody's wanting to make it out. It was a good movie. It was good. And I think compared to the other one. For DC, it was borderline brilliant. Yeah. I think that's part of it too. When we, when we look at, uh, uh, at DC, but, uh, they have the, the schedule of their next group of movies. And I'm curious which of these you're going to be interested in. Okay. Uh, the new Suicide Squad is coming out August sixth. Uh, James Gunn directing though, who was Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm I'm interested just because of that. Uh, I know the first one was awful, but I really loved what he did with both the Guardians movies. So I'll probably watch. Yeah. Uh, the Batman March fourth, twenty twenty two. Don't like the Pattison guy, but I'll give it a shot. I'll give it. It's a Batman it's, movie. It's a Batman I'll, movie. Yeah. Uh, the Flash, November fourth, twenty twenty two. I liked Ezra Miller in Justice League. I don't know that he can carry a whole movie. I don't either, but I'll give it a try. I think Flash is a stupid superhero, so I yeah, I, I, that and, becomes problematic and, and one, for me. One one complaint I had about the movie, and it's the same one I had about the first movie. The special effects with the Flash looked just cheesy as hell. When they tried to slow it down and make it look like he was going fast. Well, it's kind of like what they do with uh. What's it? Quicksilver. Yeah, but it's it it just doesn't work. Yeah. Well, it, now his character in um the Avengers movie where they just made him a blur that worked, right? But they didn't do that. They he, he's like going really slow and he's supposed to be going really fast and it just it, that was stupid. Uh, Aquaman two, December sixteenth, twenty twenty two. I don't care about Aquaman. Yeah, I'm not a. I mean, that's another dumb character. Agreed. Uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods, June 2nd. I don't care about Shazam. You know what? I thought that movie was, it was cute. It was kind of fun. Don't need a second one. Although I'm kind of interested in the villain. Helen Mirren's going to be the villain. Why are you interested in that? Because I think she's an angel sent from heaven. Really? Even as an older lady. She's like a million. I know. I, I would, I would hit break that one. All right. Um, Black I'm not here to judge. You saying uh, you wouldn't AJ? I mean, I, I guess... Uh, I Even guess, for the story? I guess just, I haven't thought. I mean, yeah, for the story, I would. Just to hear her talk. Isn't she like a... Dame Helen she, Is that like the, the same thing as like a knight? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I, mean, I mean, I would do it just for that yeah, part Yeah, just to say, hey, I, I banged a dame. Yeah. And have you seen pictures of her when she was young? Just close your eyes and picture that. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, except you got to deal with the rust and all that stuff now, but I don't care. Uh, you know. I still find her attractive, so I wouldn't care. Well, she, in those red movies, she looked pretty good. Now she's make had all kinds of makeup on, but guess what? That's the thing. Like you guys don't understand what an like. It, she's old, old. Like that's gonna be a that's gonna be weird when you put your body up on that. Mm. Mm. I don't know. It's a lot of loose. Seventy five. So, okay, not as old as I thought. I thought she was like eighty. Yeah. 90. See, no, that's no. That's, she's in good shape too. Yeah, she's uh. That's definitely in my range. I mean, that's the max of my range. Betty White is the max of your room. Well, yeah, but again, Betty White may not be a dame. She may not be Dame Betty White. 
but I would definitely crank that one too. Just to say I did. I mean, come on. I mean, how often do you get to, to bang somebody that famous? Not. It's a rare feat. Yeah. How often do you get to bang a knight? I mean, unless you're Guinevere. Rod you're Stewart is the closest. Uh, mm. Well, that was one time and I was drunk. Okay. Well, <laughs> did you say wake up, AJ? I think I've got something to say yes. to you. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what the hell I was about to talk about. Oh, I was still doing the rest of the DC movies. <laughs> It's amazing how that happens. You just this off the wall comment takes you off on this other path. Uh, Black Adam, no date yet with The Rock. It's a racist movie, but okay. Uh, yeah, um, Wonder Woman three, no date yet. I'm, I'm I'm out on Wonder Woman. Can I just say that Wonder Woman two was not good, and everyone, I don't know if everyone thought that it was good, and I'm just crazy, or everyone just assumed it was going to be good, and then they didn't want to like have the awkwardness of saying that they were wrong, that it wasn't as good as they thought it was going to be, or because it came out at a time where you know, there was no other movies, and we've all been stuck at home with our families, and it came out on Christmas Day, so it gave people something to do. Maybe they just it, they, they bumped the score a little bit, but that was not a good movie. Um, I'll take it a step farther. That movie sucked. Okay. That was just a bad, bad movie. I, I'm with you. I don't uh, like it. You know, the first one was not as good as they made it out to be. I get why they, I get why they, people liked it so much. You know, it's a female empowerment thing and, and it was good. And for DC, it was pretty good, but it wasn't like the greatest thing I'd ever seen. This one was just bad. It was, it was pointless. And it was, hey, let's try to make some more money off of Wonder Woman. Timing of it sucked because they're not going to make money because they had to put it on HBO Max. Which, uh, by the way, HBO Max, worth it. Yeah. Uh, I watched uh, Bjornstad. Have you seen that? I haven't seen that yet. Uh, it's it's Beartown. Uh, it's, uh, you might, you'd probably like it. It's about hockey. Oh, yeah, you were telling me about that. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll probably check that out. It's uh, only like five episodes, okay, so it's that's quick. Good. Yeah, because I'm 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 tired of making commitments. It's a it's a mini that. series, and there's not going to be a season two, so that's like okay, good. It's that's just it, you watch it, and it's over forever. I uh, like yeah, I've been into that Law and Order UK. Mm-hmm. There's like one original cast member less left, and they're only on season five, <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, this this sucks. They're burning through. Yeah, them. I, I'm I'm out. I'm I'm in the last one. They got rid of one of the cops, and they didn't even say what happened. He just disappeared, and they had a new cop. Hmm. And, yeah, and it's, it's like... It's like when Major League Two, when suddenly Willie Mays Hayes was a totally different black guy. Yeah, except this went from a white guy to a black guy. Oh. So it wasn't even that. It's just a, a different character. He well, just, at least they gave you that courtesy of saying, well, it's a different character now. Yeah. Like, in that movie, they just tried to pretend like every black guy is the but same. But usually, usually somebody gets shot, or somebody gets fired, or somebody screws up in court and has to resign. And you know that going into the next season. This one... Guys, oh, oh, look, there's a new cop. He's just gone. Yeah. I don't know what happened to that guy. Uh, Mon asked, do you know if they're bringing back Jack Ryan? I do think there was a, another season of Jack I Ryan. I thought that coming. was in the plans, too. Yeah. Um, Apparently, it's not moving real fast. Well, guys, keep in mind that the Rona really did set a lot of stuff back. Like, Peaky Blinders didn't get shot when it was supposed to get <laughs> shot. Um, I mean, they're still going to do it. Yeah, but it should already be out. Well, it would be, but you can't blame them. You got to yes, blame the I Rona. Can. No, no, it's Rona, bro. They could have worked through it. No, they couldn't. Think about how many scenes they have with all those people in them, in the middle of these scuzzy streets of London. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I, I do know that that one's in the works. 
I know there's one more season of Bosch coming. Um, trying to think what else. There's a second half season of Lucifer coming, which I just I'm ready for that to be over with. <laughs> that didn't need to go on as long as it did. Um, and Green says can't wait for Black Widow. Am I the only person who has zero interest in Black Widow? Like, I I don't like the character. I love I, listen. I love Scarlet. I mean, yeah, you, know, you can joke with me all you want about my Her- Helen Mirren fantasies, but if we're lining them up, I'm taking Scarlet first. But I just I think that's such a a dumb character. And spoiler alert: if you haven't seen Endgame, she's dead. I don't really need a, a Black Widow movie. I, I don't need a movie where I already know how it ends. I'll watch it, uh, but I, I'm not like in any kind of a rush. Like, oh my god, I got to see this thing immediately. I I, I don't. I've not been obsessing over uh, over Black Widow, but I mean, I'll probably I'll watch it. I'll probably watch it, but I I mean, I I'm. It won't be the night it comes out or anything like that. It'll be like Saturday night when you get there, two thirty in the morning. Like, okay, there's nothing else on. I'll watch it. Somebody asked about if you watch Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's another one I'm just not fired up to see. I'll watch it at some point, but yeah, I got you know I'm not in any big hurry. Listener Stephen asks, what about Better Call Saul and Yellowstone? Better Call Saul has uh, one season left. I like Better Call Saul. Love, love that show. Uh, you know what? If it finishes strong, this will be really unpopular. I think it has a chance to be better than Breaking Bad. It's been that good. I don't know that it will be, but it's certainly on par with it. Uh, Yellowstone, I know there's another season coming. Um, kind of curious whatever happened, uh, what happened at the end of the last one. So, all right. 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. All right, I got to tell you guys about Texas Star Grill Shop. I told you guys over the weekend I was uh, I was getting some grilling doing over at my place on my pits and spits, did some fajitas, uh, and then I did a sirloin flap steak for the first time, and it won't be the last time, I can tell you that. I used like a, a hatch green chili marinade. Mwah! Mwah! Uh, and it's all thanks to my guys over at Pits and Spits because I wouldn't have been able to do that on my old grill. It, I, I, actually, I would have been, but it wouldn't have been nearly as fun. I would have had to do a lot more work. It would have been a mess. Uh, but this, it made, they made it easy on me. And that's the way it works. You go there, you tell them, hey, this is how much work I'm willing to put into grilling. This is how often I'm doing it. Uh, this, is my, this is what I like to cook. Okay, they're going to point you in the right direction, get you the grill that works for you, for what you want to do. Uh, that's what they did with me, and the best part is they're going to hand you a beer while you do it. They've got all the great prices, all the great brands. Go in, check it out for yourself. They've got four locations now around the city, or you can check it out all online at TexasStarGrillShop.com. SPS 97.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. And more importantly, Lance Zerline in the house. To hell with me and AJ. We got a real star here. 
not so much. Lance and I were talking to some NFL GMs during the break. <laughs> we're just talking shop. You know how it goes. No big deal. Well, I, I want to get your opinion as, as a guy who probably should be a GM. And, and nah. I, I would have hired you if I, if I were Cal McNair. Although, if I were Cal McNair, I would. Lance, I <laughs> would like to hire you. But, uh, you know, I have a scale for Nick Casario. I give him points when he does something well and take away points when he does something terrible. So scale of one to ten. Right now he's at a three. He picked up a half point for renegotiating Whitney Merciless. I thought that was Lowering a good that number? Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I thought that was an impossible contract. Well, you cut him, you, you, it cost you $3 million. Um, so instead, I, I wouldn't shock me if he got on the field less than 30% this year. Um, they, they redid his deal and, and, uh, it's, it's in such a way that he really can't be cut now, but at the same time, it does give you the opportunity to get out after next year and lower the cap number. And listen, the guys he's adding, they're adding players who are going to play ahead of Whitney. Merciless. So we're, we're looking at Whitney Merciless now as a depth player. He's not, no, yeah. he's not the, the, you don't think the Texans are going to have him starting to start this I mean, season. I think they'll give him a chance to, but I don't. They don't. You know, they're not expecting him to be a starter. I, I would. I would tell you. Well, the the money, the the number would tell you he's got a shot. I just, and and I and I do think he fits into what Lovey Smith likes theoretically, at least, which is getting up the field. But we really haven't seen that since his injury. Like, he's not a great get up the field and turn the corner uh, pass rusher now. So, I just think he's going to have a hard time getting on the field in pass rush situations. And he's not a coverage linebacker, so um, I think he'd be cut if his number if, – if they hadn't given him a deal that was a, a bad deal for the team, I think he'd be gone by now. But can the he best play, they can do is Can he play number. end in a 4-3? No, I don't think so. He's not a good enough run defender. Mm. So you got Shaq Lawson, who's one big bully on that side. And uh, who's the other one who's over there now? They added someone else. was Jordan Jenkins. Um they're adding guys who are legitimate four three guys now, so that's what makes me think that Whitney Merciless just is not going to be a factor. Yeah, I think the uh, well, the reality is that that contract that would have been I think sixteen million in dead money if they just cut him. So I, I think the fact that they've got it now where they can get out of it next year, yeah, and save some money this year, good move. <laughs> yeah, good enough. I mean, you know, there's only so much you can do. That I think they want to continue to have enough room to maneuver, operate. And keep adding players. They've added a couple of players that I like. Um, I thought the the Desmond King pickup was a fantastic pickup. It, it's just a year, and that's you know the nature of of this year with the the salary cap the way it is, and with COVID knocking that down. Um, I, I think more than more than ever, this is just going to be a series of one year contracts. We saw that with Will Fuller, and we're going to see a lot of one year deals until that number comes back up. However. I do think this could be the beginning of a trend, much like we see in international soccer, where you start seeing guys, you know, start seeing this a lot more where that you're going to see, okay, you're either a long-term solution or we're going to just start plug-and-play two-year deals with guys, you know. I was going to say, I mean, with for the Texans specifically, it doesn't really make sense to start signing guys to long-term deals no. right now because you know this team is not going to be good next year. It probably won't be good the year after that. If you sign someone to a big long-term deal right now, you're basically burning two of their years at minimum. Yeah, no, you don't want to do that. You you just want guys who you think... They're filling a roster. That you want to fill the roster. You want guys who can, can help you win. You do want to win games. Um, you want to get 
you want to get things changed. You know, I hate to use the you know the culture change thing, but I mean, really, you want to basically put your own stamp on it with players you think fit the model of what you're looking for for now, and then replace them with better players. I watched Ballard do it in Indianapolis, and that was a that was a that was a rough rebuild that's very similar to what the Texans have here. Now he had um, Andrew Luck, but Luck didn't even play the first year. Well, Deshaun Watson may not play, but then eventually he got Luck back, but lost him. But you know he was drafting his second draft. He had a he had a very average first draft, but the second draft he got an All Pro in Quentin Nelson and an All Pro in Darius Leonard. Well, that's pretty rare. But I think I watched him rebuild it fairly quickly, even with Andrew Luck, you know, sitting on the sideline in every year but one. I think the Texans can be rebuilt, but you got to get you know you just have to get to the years where you have your draft pick. Uh, draft picks, and then you got to figure out what's going on with Deshaun Watson. And Fred and I talked about this earlier. You know, <clears throat> if Deshaun ends up, and John and I talked about this because, you know, this is every day we talk about this. Every day there's a new, I've noticed that Dell tells us, uh-oh, two more. And so every day at like 9 o'clock, I think, is when the filings happen. So every day I've noticed it's the same time. It's right after 9 o'clock somewhere. Dell sees that two more people or however many people have filed more lawsuits against Deshaun Watson. Um, if he ends up settling this, it's not going to be for cheap. And then Rusty Harden is not going to, you know, is not working for cheap. I really wonder how he's going to, I don't think he can afford to sit out a whole year after that. Um, I think it would be very, very difficult. Now, I also don't think the Texans are going to just automatically sit on him. To be honest with you, I, th- I think they would look at trading him. It's just a matter of, I don't think they want to back off of what they want for him, but it's not like they have great leverage at this point. Somebody would gamble, though, right? Somebody yeah. will just and and yeah, he's and, a good and we talked about this earlier. It's like you you could do some conditional picks on the back end in case he winds up getting suspended for a year. Do 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 any do either of you think that this is going to hurt him in the long term? Like this will keep him from playing football at any point, other than maybe this year on commissioner's list. Mm, do you no. think he'll rise to criminal status? No. I don't. I don't no. think so. No. I don't. I, basically, I, I think there's a lot of people who don't care who are going to fan up for him and put the capes on and it ain't going to matter. Now, I Sean think, can do anything. I think it'll hurt him long term in terms of endorsements and I do things think like that. That's, that's case, He's yeah. going to take a big hit there. I don't ever see him doing another Especially ACB if he commercial. settles. If he's not found to be basically, if he's not exonerated, and I, I just don't see that being the case now, um, I think it is going to be really tough for him to, to get certain marketing stuff, but. You know, it, his guy Brian Bernie, who's his marketing rep, has got to just be hating life right now because Deshaun is a marketing. You know, he's got a lot of of potential. Are, are we done with HEB stuff altogether? I think you have is to. This it? Oh yeah, well, I think We're done, with, right? with Texans stuff for sure. Yeah, you you can't. There's no way because I, I was saying this yesterday. Do you think the like uh, the casual Texans fan around town, if they saw a picture of any Texan not named Deshaun Watson without his helmet on, that they would instantly know who he was. No. Like, there's one think... recognizable face. If they have H-E-B commercials anymore, oh it'll be with Toro. Because Toro's the... He's now the face of the franchise. Or Cal. No, they won't have... I love That's how you H-E-B. lower your rating. People being Kroger in a heartbeat. You start yeah. doing that. You can't, you can't have Cal out there. I honestly don't know... I saw Zach Cunningham. I don't think I would know him. That's what I said. Off the top I, of my head, I... Probably Laramie Tunsil. 
Probably not Titus Howard. Uh, not you would Max notice. Sharping. You would notice Laramie Tunsil because he's a giant. Yeah, that's the first like, thing I'd be like. If, oh, look at all that drip with the gas mask or without. No, yeah. well, he he wears like crazy clothes and everything. Yeah. Like, but if you just saw a guy in sweatpants, and we're we're not not like one of the offensive linemen. We're talking like a linebacker or a cornerback. Oh no, I wouldn't know. Like you wouldn't know these guys. No, I they don't I, have I'm a recognizable face. Anyway, though. Uh, Justin, you, Justin Reed, I think I can recognize. Justin yeah. Reed, I would. But you can, but probably, I'm saying casual Texans no, fans. Casual Texans fans wouldn't. I don't think so. No. Lonnie Johnson? I have no, no idea. No, I don't even know what he looks like. It, it, it's just, uh, I don't know. They're in a weird spot uh, where I, I don't know if... I don't. I don't know what like who they have representing their franchise now because the one guy that could have been the face of their franchise, it's not a great time to put him out as the face no, of the I, franchise. I had video a bunch of videos of guys who played on other teams last year. I mean, I guess that's what you have. With Laramie Tunsil picking up a five yard false start penalty. Yeah, that's not a great hype. He video. only had a couple of those last year. So, it wasn't nearly 17. as bad. I, I wanted to ask you about some guys who, and I, I mean, obviously the Texans don't pick till the third round, so that's kind of lame. But, I mean, they, they're, they're still going to have – whoever they draft in the third and fourth round, I, I think they're going to count on to be, like, contributors next yeah. year. I don't think they really third, have a choice. Third for sure. So I wanted to ask you some names. Well, first, let me ask you, what do you think the priority positions are for the Texans? Like, what position groups would you think the Texans are looking at most? Well, I looked at it. I mean, they filled up a lot of their positions with, with bodies. But as far as getting help um, – you know, you're at a point. Cornerback has to be near the top, right? Wide receiver's not really there. I think it's corner and pass rush. Okay, I, I was thinking corner. Or, or no, no, actually, I think interior. Well, to me, cor- corner's probably one because you need to find guys who can play. I don't care about having bodies there. Corner is one, but I, I think if you could find, I think maybe interior defensive line. Yeah. Over pass rush. Now that I think about it, you could go pass rush. You need pass rush, but. Um, man, you got to get they have somebody signed, up the middle. They have signed some fat guys who can plug in there, but so I'm I I made a list of of four guys that I wanted to ask you all about right. and see if if a if you think they're good because you've probably seen film on all these guys. I have, and b if you think they'll be around when the Texans pick in okay. the third round. Right. And these are all third round. I, I hope, I, or, I, or I'll tell you if I think they're. After yeah, if you yeah. can tell me if you think they'll be gone, or the you think they have two third later. round picks. They have one year? third round pick, two fourths. Uh, the first guy on my list, and and like I think the guy, if he was there, that I think could really fix a lot of their stuff is Tyler Shelvin, the the fat defensive tackle Ooh, from LSU. That's pretty good. He's a run stuffer. I think uh, I think he'll be there in the third. He's not a pass rusher. He is good at stuffing the run. You don't love drafting just run stuffers in the third. You wanted to rush a little bit better, but that's about where I have him going. So yeah, Wait, so it, the early he third would be, would a, be a little. Uh, yeah, he'd be a fit. Stops to run, yeah. Uh, uh, he's not bad. Uh, another guy, Eric Stokes, cornerback from Georgia. Yeah, so he's going second. He's run so okay. fast and worked out so well, he'll go second. I think he's more of a third-round player, to be honest with you. This one, you said maybe they're maybe you think they're good at wide receiver, but if Terrace Marshall was available in the third round, you look he'll at go, him? He'll go, um, oh, 100%, I would look at him. Yeah, yeah. If he's there at the beginning of the third, I'd have to think strongly about just on the principle of getting a big, fast, long-term wideout. But um, I don't think he'll be there. I think he'll go into – I think he could go into first. I think he's more likely to go into second. But he's going to run really fast at his pro day. 
Elijah Molden, the uh, the cornerback from Love from Elijah Washington. Molden. My guess is he'll go in the second. If he was in the third, I'd draft him in a heartbeat. He's got a lot of honey badger tendencies. Uh, very instinctive. Can play near the line of scrimmage like Buda Baker did at uh, Washington. So, yeah, I like him. I think he's got the talent to go in the second. But, I like. I mean, I, I, I would love it if he were there in the third. Now, this might be kind of a... I, I don't know if the if the Texans would take offensive line in this draft. I, I, I don't know if they feel like they need offensive line in the draft, but Landon Dickerson from Alabama. Only way he falls that far is if the injuries are that big a problem. And Deontay Brown from Alabama. Uh, Deontay Brown is a big, fat guy, but he's Alabama, and that means there's a connection to Saban. And for anyone who's followed this, um, the one thing you can say about Nick Casario and Bill Belichick is – They have faith in Alabama guys. They draft Alabama guys. So he's a big 360-pound guy that can move bodies around. Um, I'd rather have him in the fourth, but I definitely wouldn't mind adding him. Okay. You know, he's a better player than Zach Fulton ever was. So, yeah, I I would actually be happy if they took him in the fourth. You just, you got to know you got a guy that you got to really watch his weight. Okay. And try to keep his weight down. But I actually think he's a pretty good player. All right. Well, I've got more of a third round grade on him, to be honest with you, but I wouldn't take him at the beginning of the. I'll, I'll ask you one more, and I, I, I almost left this guy off because I'm assuming he'll be gone. Uh, Javon Holland from Oregon, the safety. Probably gone in a second. Probably. Okay. Yeah, because safeties, I think there will be a little bit of run in the. In the uh, and it's not a super deep safety draft either, from what no, I've seen. No, it's not a super deep draft. Um, I'm not a Caden Stearns guy, so I know people will be excited. He's, he's a good he'd, tester. He'd be late, late, right? I think he I think he'll go in the fourth, to be honest with you. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, you test like that, you go. Like I didn't think the guy who was last year out of Texas was had great tape, but he also tested really well and I think went in the fourth round. Uh I what was that safety last year Texas had? They had one last year that could really run, ran a four four oh well Caden Stearns tested out of the you know, tested off the off the charts. So he could go as high as a third round because those testers go higher, but my guess is fourth round. But I'm not personally interested uh, if it's fourth round. Fifth round, we might be able to talk. Well, I, 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 I'm, I'm curious to see what they do. because, And I, I, I also wouldn't be mad if they just took, you know, they, they tried their best to trade up and, and take two or three guys this draft instead of the five crappy guys that they're probably going to end up drafting. <clears throat> I think Nick Casario will try to trade back. And see if he can get a future pick in the earlier round. So if if they traded their their early pick in the third, somebody came up and got him, which I think is possible. What you do is you trade back and you say we want your second next year. And if it's if it's a good team at the back half of the second, you say we want your second next year. Sometimes you'll get that. Sometimes you'll get that. So or you say we want your third. All right, we'll take a fifth this year, and we want your third. Um, next year, or we'll take one of your fourth and well, they they'll pick what second or third in the third round. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think third, I mean, third in the third round, and it can't just be a fourth. third for next year's third. Like they have to get more than that. No, 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 certainly. more than that. You would get whatever you get this year and next year's third, something okay. like that. So you might get a fourth this year and then a third next year. But what you shoot for is. Around earlier next year, you say, you know what, you give us your second next year. And if year. it's a good team, but, they but may that's do one that. of those things, AJ, where you got to give them the whole pick. We'll take your second next year. We don't want any draft picks this year. You can have that third round pick. 
So it hurts you in the short term, but then all of a sudden, but again, who cares like about next season? I yeah, I mean, I'm 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 with you. I if Nobody's somebody said help you. we'll give you a second next year for that first pick, the, your your pick in the third, I'd be like, okay, done. You got it because that pick is probably going to be in the neighborhood of like you know, depending on who drafts them, you know, it's a pretty decent chance you'll be in top 50, 52 picks. That's a whole lot better than where you're picking where you would be picking. Well, this and it's year. also like I said about the free agents. <laughs> anybody you draft this year, their first year or two, you're wasting because they're not yeah. going to be competitive. Right, right. And so you might see the Texans, you know, they've already added this stuff for, for depth. You might see the Texans really try to set it up for next year's draft, but they're going to be on pace for next year's draft. And don't forget, moving to Sean Watson would really expedite things in terms of reloading. Obviously, quarterback is one where you'd be, um, because neither one of these guys on the roster now are going to be uh, the answers, but you would... Uh, yeah, you know, I'll cross that bridge when I find it. If I, I'd much rather have a team that's full of talent, and you're trying to figure out the quarterback than have a great quarterback and have a garbage roster. Well, give me now your uh, what? I mean, we asked you this a couple weeks ago, and I think you were sixty forty. Where are you at now that Deshaun starts Week One for the Texans, or or is is on the roster Week One? Uh, thirty percent. Okay, I think he's going commissioner exempt. Oh, really? Yep. But he'll be he'll still be a Texan. Just yeah, I don't think I don't I don't know that they're gonna be able to trade him. And if they do, it'll be after. Well, I know Fred. We talked about this. You you would you wouldn't want them to trade him after June first. You want it for this year's picks, but I, yeah, I don't but think I, this can't I, be resolved in time. I'd rather have yeah, next year's this, picks, but at this point, I don't know that you can get it done for this because right. I, I know what I'm getting with this year's picks. Right. I know if I'm getting a three or a five, if I'm trading for next year's picks, it could be twenty seven. I mean, the value, but you have no idea. It doesn't change as much now, knowing that if you trade him. He's only he's not going to play six games next year at least, you know. So if yeah, well, and that and that's the thing that that whole I have no clue thing that really makes it, you know, it's hard for me to say. I think teams will want to trade for him, but not right now. I yeah, mean, well, yeah, I mean, only true. only if you're you think you're getting a bargain on him, and if you're the Texans, you can't really afford to do that because it is your only asset. All right, so what if what if a team came to the Texans and said, look. We don't know what is going to go on with Deshaun Watson, but we're willing to take a chance. We will give you three future first-round picks for Watson right now. No additional picks, no additional players, because the Texans, that was like the starting line. I, right. I'll be first. honest. If someone offered three firsts for Deshaun Watson today, I would take it and not hesitate. And I don't care if they're three firsts in the 20s. Like if it were a legit, like a team that I know is going to, like if the Ravens said, and I know they wouldn't, they've got a quarterback, but if the Ravens said, We'll give you three first-round picks. I'm already assuming that's 20 or later. What if, uh, Steelers. Again, 20 or later. Mm-hmm. I, I would take those three first-round picks. You think that's the best you can are – you, are, you, are you saying that I right now? I don't know if it's the best they can get. Yeah. But I'm also playing the Deshaun stock market. I don't know if Deshaun's bottomed out on the personal life No, I don't. Market. Well, that's why I brought that up because I think that'd be an interesting call to say, I, what if someone came to you, do you back off your stance and push him out there – because that could be a, a maybe a team would come out there and say, you know what, we've never had a better time now than to to take a shot at, right. at Watson. Like if the Panthers or if the Jets, the Dolphins, any of these teams are now like, hey, three firsts. Period. I say yes. What if the what if the Panthers said we'll give you our first this year and McCaffrey and a third? Stop with McCaffrey. Fred, Fred doesn't I want McCaffrey. I don't care about McCaffrey. No, and, and I, no, I, I want more that's, than that. That's a waste of money. Because yeah, Christian McCaffrey's not going to make this team better. Uh, okay. Like, Gross Matos, 
who they got last year, go Gross Matos, their defensive end, the the eighth pick this year, and then uh, uh, the a second rounder next year. I mean, I, I don't feel like that's n- nearly enough. I think I would I would take I would take last year's first pick, this year's first pick, and next year's first pick because then it's three first rounders still. I think I'd take that deal. Who was last year? I kind of I kind of uh, feel like though if somebody's willing to offer you three first round picks, you probably can do better. I, I just I feel like if one team's willing to do that, then somebody else will say, you know what, this is our chance to get him. We'll give you three and two twos. But what if they what if they say we'll do that before? Basically, you're playing the stock market here. What if they say we'll do this right now with all this uncertainty? But you could be out of luck. You could be. You could be out but of luck. If, if but they, that's why you need to be need to be smart about it. But I I feel like if somebody came to me with that offer today. I'd say, oh, hold on, let me let me talk to these guys and let's see. And if but nobody beats it, yeah, I'd take it right now. Now I will but say I, this. I would try to get a better offer. I will say this. I, I'd still rather do business with a team like the Dolphins who could say, I'll give you three firsts and Tua. Yeah, which or I, would, two, I would take that. Two firsts, a second, and Tua. I would take that versus three first-round picks with with no no quarterback coming back. Because I still like the upside with with Tua, I still think there's something there more than people think there is. So I I would be more interested in that, and that way I wouldn't have to draft a quarterback with this year's pick. I could actually start to build my team a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, get one of those stud receivers with that third pick, or or build your you know yeah. build your defensive line, which isn't sexy, but no, something that needs to be done desperately needed. Yeah, desperately needed. But I uh, one thing I'd say about Tua. Pretty sure you're not going to have massage therapists going to his home all the time. Pretty sure. I I don't think so. I mean, I you know you you always say you you never really know people. I'm pretty sure in Tua's case that ain't happening. All right. Well, well how do you know? Well, why do you say that? Uh, well, Tua's a Jesus guy, and that well, is so is yeah. so is Deshaun. But I mean, no, his his upbringing with his dad. I mean, he's got one of those families that's always uh, um. You know, been a part of his life. I, I, I just well, don't move with him everywhere he goes. You probably can't have any yeah. privacy. Yeah, his, mo- his mom be knocking on the door. Tua, what are you doing <laughs> in there? Tua, that's his last name. It's not his first name. Tua, oh wait, no, Tua yeah, is it is his first name. Yeah. Below, yeah. I was so used to calling him Tua. Yeah, <laughs> Tua, Tua, Tua. You know, you're always in, in, in. Well, you know this. Like, the, I'm sure the AP style book or whatever. You refer to somebody's last name once you've referred to their first name once, yeah. right? And then you can use their last name. But I think I, I just really just people say Tua. Just, people have just gone with Tua because you're going to butcher his last name anyway. Just Tua. And Takavailoa, it's 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 not it doesn't roll off the tongue. No. I mean, but you did a good job with it right there. Thank you, but I I mean it's still easier to say Tua every time. No, yeah, Tua, Tua is, is his brand. His brand is Tua. I, I, well, like that's, that's that's smart because Tagovailoa would not be a good way to brand no. yourself. But every when if he becomes big and he gets the endorsements, it's just going to be Nike Tua. Yeah. Like that's what it's going to be. Yeah. I like the guy though. I, I think I, I I would do that trade, and you know I, I know they need help on defense, but I just think here's a chance to get a stud receiver on a cheap contract for the next four years. I'd, I'd go with one of the receivers, but that's just me. Yeah, I'm I'm no GM like Lance Arline. All right, that is Lance Arline. I'm not either. I'm just a guy who's in a hoodie because it's freezing cold back there. It is freezing cold. Writing up a safety from Middle Tennessee State. How it's is not- he? Oh, <laughs> pass. No, he's uh, actually a good athlete. He's actually. He made Bruce Feldman's freak list. Okay. Yeah, so he's got a little something there. That I think, he's got, it, I think, I think maybe. he's got a chance to be a priority okay. free agent. Hey, did Deshaun make the freak list? 
Not that. No. It's oh. a give me breed. your. Uh, give me three white guys, not Christian McCaffrey, non-Christian McCaffrey category, where you saw their athleticism and you were like, "Oh my god, I can't believe that's a white guy." Uh, a guy named Josh Barton from Utah. Um, Cole Holcomb. They're both linebackers. Is that just this year? Or are you talking, I'm talking all no, time. no, no. I'm talking about okay. the guys I've written up uh, from. Uh, he's a linebacker from uh, North Carolina. And then I would say, I mean, there's actually been. I'll tell you my number receivers. one. There have been some good wide receivers. Brian Robinson at Texas, who ended up having a long career oh, dude, with Brian the Vikings. Was a freak show. Oh my god! He's like a 39 inch vertical leap. Brian Robinson's one of the freakiest athletes. You know, yeah, he's so unbelievable. In crazy. Texas's locker room, when I worked there, they had all the records on, on the wall, like or in the uh, weight room, like who who did the, uh, the highest vertical and all that. Brian Robinson had the highest vertical on the team, the highest bench, and the highest or the highest squat on the team. That just doesn't happen. Yeah, Brian Robinson was a uh, a freaky, freaky athletic guy. I mean, it was across crazy. the board. Yeah, he would be that guy. I'd have to think of it, but. Yeah, I mean, I, every year I get the testing stuff, and I'll see guys like, oh, crap. I mean, I have one just. Erlacher back in the day. Erlacher uh, was yeah. crazy. Yeah, hell, J.J. for that matter early on. J.J.'s numbers were ridiculous at the combine. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Erlacher was really, um, yeah, he definitely was a big time. And good old job. Mike Mamula. Yeah, well, he just learned how to game the system. <laughs> All right, that's Lance Erline here. Uh, mornings on the bench, 7 to 10 a.m. Appreciate it, Lance. We'll talk to you later.